Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Gokey, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 122. I hope you are having a fantastic day, whatever time of day that it is. Uh, It is a little chilly here in Southern California. It's like 45 degrees, which... You know, if you live around here, it's like the end of the world. <laughs> but it, it uh, it's kind of chilly today, but it's really nice. It's It feels fall. It is as fall as California feels, uh, Southern California feels. So it's a little chilly today. It, uh, it uh, rained this weekend. And in California, when it rains, it's like a cataclysmic event. Like people just lose their minds. They're like, they can't believe it. My kids are like running outside like it's some freak of nature, like they've never seen it before because it is pretty rare around here. And then it started hailing and they were like, there's ice cubes from heaven falling. You know, it's so foreign to them that they couldn't believe it. So they're like running out. My daughter's squealing. She's super excited. So anyway, wake up in the morning and there's snow on top of Rancho Cucamonga Peak, which is this massive peak. I don't know how many uh, feet up it is, but it's beautiful. It's a big mountain and it's so amazing. I love it. I go for walks. I look at it and it just, it's so interesting. It rains in the valley. When it rains in the valley, it snows on the mountain. I find that to be interesting. I'll let you unpack that analogy. Uh, but it's just uh, so beautiful. So going for a walk, I just love it. So this time of year, I love this time of year. One, because the beaches aren't as crowded, and so the surf isn't as crowded. Uh, but I also love it because it's just really, it feels clean. It feels pure. That It gets a little chilly, so I get to put on a hoodie. Um, I just really, really love uh, this time of year. And so as I was uh, kind of going for a walk this morning and even sitting out here this morning, I just thought uh, a reminder. Uh, for many of you. And I do this reminder every once in a while. Go find a spot. Go for a walk. Some of you just need to take in some vitamin D and some some oxygen and just breathe it in, right? Just get close to a tree and breathe it in, right? You you need to go for a walk and get outside. Uh, Last week, I was, or a couple weeks ago, I was in Chicago and my best buddy, he uh, he has a lake right by his house, and we went for a walk around it. I was like, do you do this all the time? And he was like, no, not really. I was like, dude, you have got to do this. This is so beautiful. And so I think for some of you, like, find a spot. Where's your place? Go for a walk. Get outside. Because if we're all honest right now, right, I don't know if you're listening to this today or you're listening to it in a couple weeks or in a couple years, but we have been in the midst of a really... Uh, kind of tense political season. Uh, this week has been fairly tense for a lot of people. And a lot of times when you get outside, there's this moment where you realize, whoa, God is really in control, right? The sun, it rose this morning, right? All of creation is responding to that, right? There is this very circular, consistent way in which God is caring for everything and he cares for you and he sees you. Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow and forever. And so we need to rest in that. So here's what I want to tell you today, wherever you're at, God's in control. He's got it all. He's not unaware 
of what's going on. He loves you. He sees you. He cares about you. And sometimes when we go outside, it just reminds us of who he is and who we are and how much we truly need to depend upon him. Um, if you tuned into uh, episode 121, uh, we're going into Philippians. We're walking through Philippians 1. And we did verse one and two, and we're going to continue on with that. Before we do that, I just want to say thanks to all of you who continue to listen and subscribe and share these podcasts. Really appreciate it. Got a lot of really cool feedback from people. And so I just, I really appreciate it. Thank you. And then the other thing is we got a new donation uh, this week. And so I just want to say thank you for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Really, really appreciate uh, those donations that you continue to give. Uh, it means the world to me and it can, it encourages me to continue on. Also, just a little update. I'm continuing to work on this devotional that I've been working on. It's going to take still a little bit, but we're moving closer and closer. So that will be coming your way hopefully soon. Okay. Efficient, uh, Phil, uh, Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Philippians 2, 3 through 4. Do nothing. That's always a, a great way to start a passage. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourself. Let each of you look not only to his own interests or her own interests, but also to the interests of others. Amazing, amazing passage in Paul because he loves his church. He loves this church. He's going, there are some things we need to talk about. There are some very important things. And right now he's like a father who's teaching them. So as I go through this passage and as I work through it, I want you to know I care so much for you. Those of you who are listening on the other side of this recording, I really care about you. And, and, and as I went through these passages, I just felt like Paul was helping pastor me and guide me. And he's teaching me and I'm feeling the weight and the, the, the conviction that the Spirit of God brings. And I'm trying to put my heart in check. And so as I started working this passage, I remembered uh, I have a good friend. Uh, we went to India together. We've known each other for um, about four and a half years. And we went to India together uh, about four and a half years ago. And uh, as a result of coming back from that, there was just some things. I don't know if I led that trip really, really well. There was a lot of miscommunications, a lot of misunderstandings. And as a result of that, this friend of mine, um, we, there was just there's just some things that we needed to talk through. So he, you know, we scheduled a coffee, sat down. Great guy, loves the Lord. And so we start sitting down. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? Like, what what's happening? You know, I just feel like there's a disconnect here. I had just started counseling at that point, and and so I was working through some things and. I just feel like, you know, is there a disconnect, you know, within? so we started talking and, and as he started talking through this trip that I led to India, and as he's talked about some other things that we had gone through, he's like, you know what, man, like, I just feel like you like look through me to the task. Like the task is out here and the task is really important. And, and I'm just kind of there, but I don't know if you really care about me. I think you want to care about me, but I feel like you are working through me or you see right through me to the task. The task is what's mo most important. And, and then maybe I'm just a part of making that thing happen. And as he said that, no joke, it was like the eyes and the ears of my heart just like woke up. And all the work I had been doing in counseling uh, in, in, in conjunction with what he just said as a friend who was trying to go, look, man, I, I really care about you, but something's off. 
I saw it. I like saw it. I was like, oh my gosh. I had never seen that before. Now, I, I would say I really truly care about people. But if I'm honest, the task, getting things done, and all the emotions that are attached to that were more important. And I had to ask him to forgive me. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, my wife, my kids, other people that I've worked with, it, like it all came into alignment and became overwhelmingly convicting. I think the spirit of God is going, Jeff, this is what I've been trying to wake you up to. And I saw it. So honest time, you ready for it? I struggle with pride. And I never really saw that in myself. I never really did. In fact, I would say I was the exact opposite. You know, I would say, no, 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 that's not me. I see that in other people, right? Because I never thought myself like, I never thought to myself like, it's all about me. It's all about what I want. But my actions, my actions were saying something completely different. And when I came to that realization that this was a struggle of mine, it, it took my breath away. I kept going like, not me. No, 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 that's not, that's not me. I'm not one of those types of people. And on this side of that realization, I have found peace. But it's also a daily commitment to put that pride in check. This is what Paul is calling the church out. There's so much at stake. And what my buddy was trying to say is there's so much at stake. I really want to be a friend with you. I really want to care for you. And I think you want to care for me, but something's in the way. It feels like it's all about you. And as I give you my confession, I would challenge you to do the same thing in light of this passage. I mean, Paul says this, Paul's saying, do nothing. Listen to this. Do nothing from a place of selfishness. Nothing. <laughs> You're like, nothing? Come on. Come on, Paul. That's not possible. There's no way. Come on, you got to be kidding me. Nothing? And here's what he's doing. He's looking at this sweet church that he desires nothing more for them to be unified and he sees a, but he sees a deep rooted problem in them. Everyone is considering themselves first and it's going to destroy all that God is going to do. He sees this problem as the deeper problem. It's the thing under the thing. It is the reason that there will be church disunity. It will be the reason while there's arguments and discontentment, all the, he's going, this is a root problem that we need to deal with, that you all need to deal with it. Listen, I need to deal with it. And across the airways, wherever you need to deal with this, you need to deal with it. He is putting us all in check. But honestly, when was the last time that you really got honest about this? I mean, wherever you are, like, when's the last time you went, am I a prideful person? Am I a selfish person? Do I always put myself first? Do I sacrifice on behalf of others? I mean, when's the last time you started working through that? Are we just moving so fast? We're not evaluating our hearts that we go, do I really put other people first? Do you find more joy when others succeed than, and get what you desire? Wow. It's hard to be honest. It's hard to face ourselves. 
hard to look in the mirror and go, oh my gosh, I think I struggle with this too. This is what Paul is calling us into. Paul's inviting us to look in the mirror and going, I think I struggle with this. I think I think I need to deal with this. And as we do this, we need to put ourselves, and this is what he's calling them into, go after humility, go after putting other people's first. We need to put ourselves into spiritual accountability. You see, if we're honest, and I think this is so important right now as a result of what we're hearing in God's word, we love this consumeristic, consumer or a commercialized version of Christianity where we all look at each other and believe we really aren't all that bad. But Paul is saying, let's get honest. Take a look in the mirror. What do you see? Deal with it. As you wake up in the morning and live this life out, are you considering the way that Jesus cared for other people and putting yourself in check? Do I love people like Jesus loves people? Am I caring for people the way that Jesus cared for other people? And if I'm not, I need to repent. I need to repent because God's not going to bless pride. God's not going to bless selfishness. And it's going to break apart the unity that he's calling Christians into. He's going to break apart this love that the world needs to see in us. They will know us by our love and commitment and caring for one another. And Paul is calling this out. And if we're not calling this out in ourselves, we are in rebellion to the gospel, to the good news of Jesus Christ, that he laid down his life selflessly for us to show to us, this is how you do it. It's not about you. It's not about your will. It's not about your desire. It's about what God wants for his glory and his honor. This is why he died. And this is why he's calling us to repent and live different. Paul is calling us out, repent and live different. Because others force us to consider our understanding of who Christ is in our lives. And as we put others first, we model the life that Jesus lived on this earth, that he laid down his life for us because he loves us. He loves you. He loves me. And he's calling and commissioning us into that. That's humble. A humble leader washes the feet of his creation. That's what Jesus did. And he calls his disciples to live this life. And Paul's going, be like Jesus. Live like Jesus. Serve and care like Jesus. So the question I'm working through is this. Do you struggle with pride and considering others above yourself? Let us all deal with that today. Father God, you see our hearts. You know us. You love us. But you're also through your through your the Apostle Paul, you're, you're, you're convicting us. You're convicting us. You're shedding light on this problem that we have in our hearts. And so would you guide and lead us, continue to convict us and show us our pride and our selfishness so we can serve others the way your son Jesus did. So take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.